Check, check, check. One, two. Welcome to the Michael Teal Football Show. My name is Miles. The Los Angeles Rams take out the New Orleans Saints on Thursday Night Football 30 to 22. Actually, a very similar game to what they played uh, week 15 Sunday when they kind of dominated the commanders and then almost fumbled at the end and then uh, pulled it out. Rams go to eight and seven with now a very good, clear look at the NFC wildcard. They have won five of their last six since the bye week, and the, the one loss was that real college try against the Ravens in the rain in Baltimore where they they lost in overtime on a punt return. So the Rams are hot. And today was Puka Nakua Day. Nine catches, 164 yards, and a, and a, a reverse dagger run where he broke a tackle for a first down uh, to seal that game as the Saints kind of put their honestly fluky comeback uh, to real put the sticks to the Rams a little bit at the end of the fourth quarter there. Got that run. Reminded me a lot of that um, fourth down play in the Super Bowl when the Rams, they were just like, we need a first down and our best person is wide receiver Cooper Cup. And today... It just told me a lot that they they trusted Puka for that. And, you know, I, Al Michaels, when he said, uh, you see a name like Puka and you think scat back. But obviously that's not the case. You know, I really do think that that's true. I remember first kind of seeing Puka Nakua's name come up as he had some few big plays in week one against the Seahawks and just not fully grasping how how big and tough he is. You know, people think Cooper Cup is smaller than he is, too. So maybe it's a Ram thing, you know, because Cooper Cup plays so much out of the slot. But, yeah, Rams day. Matt Stafford, touchdown 355 and 356 of his career. He is really coming up on Eli Manning in the career leaderboards to to bump Eli finally out of the top 10. Because Eli got in that top 10 late, but then... uh, I mean, Roethlisberger passed him, Matt Ryan passed him, and now Matt Stafford's about to pass him, bump bump Eli out of that top 10. But, you know, Matt Stafford's really our only guy we got going at that top of that leaderboard right now since, since Rodgers tore his Achilles, so always worth bringing up. And I think he's playing, Stafford is playing just calm, precise. You know, this isn't the Matt Stafford that you that you see very often. This is really uh, very late 2021 Matt Stafford when they won the Super Bowl. So um, and I think a lot of it is just that the young team, I mean, Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, just all these rookies and young guys making plays, a lot of smiles on the field. They're having fun. You know, they're almost blowing games, but they're having fun. Kyron Williams. 22 carries uh, for, what did he have, 104 yards? I think he got over 100. I know there was, a, there was like a holding penalty in there. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. 22 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Gave the ball to Mama. Al Michaels kept calling her Mama like 50 times. <laughs> but my mom would definitely approve with Kyron Williams scoring that touchdown, going to give the ball to his mother. That would, you know, that was her, her mantra. Whenever any actor or musician or athlete would 
get an award or do something. Thank your mother. Thank your mother. Saints, on the other hand, they, I mean, they could console themselves, say we almost came back, but the game was so fluky. Uh, You know, the running joke this year keeps, (laughs) keeps being Saints fans. What did you think you were getting with Derek Carr (laughs) in the spring sweepstakes? Because this is it. Like, I can't, what could you possibly be complaining about? This is every year of Derek Carr's career, this. And I'm really not a fan of his, his act, his yelling at the other guys, his making sure all of his injuries and pain is nice and good on TV. You know, I just, there's always something that rubs, rubs me the wrong way about Derek Carr, throwing deep every once in a while to keep those average depth to target stats going. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. And he got his garbage time through some great passes. The offensive line is, is bad. Saints offensive line is struggling right now. Um, but, you know, they got a block punt. Carr got another touchdown in there, which was pure offensive pass interference. I cannot believe it was not called. Um, and hit the two-point conversion. That was probably Carr's best play of the day right there. Uh, and uh, the thing I like about the Rams day actually is this saints got it up. They were, they were, they got two quick touchdowns. They hit the, uh, two point conversion. They're down by only eight. They do the onside kick that gets recovered by, by Puka Nakua. It's Puka Nakua day. And the Rams just converted some first downs and just won the game. And you take that for granted. Sometimes you think, Oh, okay. The blowout is sealed. You know, but the Dolphins could have done that against the Titans last a couple Mondays ago. A lot of these comebacks, the thing that that you that seems routine doesn't happen. I mean, Tua and the Dolphins often absolutely shrunk from that moment. Not Stafford, not Puka, not Kyron. Man, they were running hard, especially those rookies. It's just unexpectedly exciting out there for the Rams to be doing this. And I don't, I don't really think. I don't agree with Kirk Herbstreet that they're, you know, going to make noise in the playoffs like legitimately. Though I could see them as a berserker knocking off one of the division winners uh and winning a game. You know, I mean they are what the defending champion or not defending champions. They're the recent Super Bowl champions uh 2021. They still have Aaron Donald, they still have Matt Stafford, they still have Sean McVay. Um but you know, there's a lot of youth on that team. They almost blew this lead. They almost blew the commanders. You know, um, neither of those games are wins if they're playing playoff teams, to be frank. And, uh, you know, some secondary problems. Also, they don't have a kicker. <laughs> Why did they get rid of Matt Gay? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I want the Rams uh, in, the, in the playoffs. I mean, Matt Stafford's one of the only quarterbacks uh, that we got left in this NFL <laughs> So that's going to be, uh, I think it's going to happen now that they're eight and seven and beat the, beat the saints here. All right. Michael Teo football show. The show is football, everything NFL history, legacy within the ups and downs of a season. Subscribe, share, review on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. We've got shows all over the place now. Now with the with the NFL, the NFL is going to be all over the place. We're going to be all over the places. We always got one after the primetime games. Uh, no Kirk today for the preview. You know, Coach McGilvery's out there coaching basketball, so the the schedule will be here and there. But 
I thought it would take a little bit of time to to preview three of the games in that same format. Um, you know, just picking three games because week 16 and just the schedule in general last six, seven weeks has been really good. We've had good, solid games. Um, and I believe this is the first year the schedule was made by the robots. Uh, so that's robots one humans zero. That's the, (laughs) this was the first point (laughs) assigned on either side. (laughs) Oh man. Let's go, uh, Cleveland. So the Cleveland Browns, nine and five Cleveland Browns are going to the Houston Texans or eight and six or clinging on for AFC wildcard life. Unfortunately, it does look like it's going to be Case Keenum. Case Keenum versus Joe Flacco uh, in week 16, 2023. <laughs> kind of weird. You know, I'm just think about like going into, what was that? 2018. Yeah, Lamar's rookie year. Going into 2018, Case Keenum was this big free agent signing for the Denver Broncos. He had a you know a Cinderella year with Minnesota the year before with the, you know, with the Minnesota Minneapolis Miracle and Dig sideline touchdown and all that. And so he's going, he's going to start and he's going to turn around Denver and Joe Flacco in Baltimore was going to get, you know, his, he's going to get his vote of confidence. He's going to get his 11th opening day start for the Ravens He's going to kick off into the next era by the end of 2018 case Keenum and Joe Flacco were done. Absolutely done. Irrelevant. And I mean, they've kind of been fading since then 2019. We didn't really hear much from, him, you know, few spot starts here through through injuries and and stuff but 2019 2020 2021 2022 you know we had a little flacco jets thing but they've been like faded for all this you know quite a while and all of a sudden here we are boom a pivotal 2023 week 16 wild card battle for the afc we got case keenum and joe flacco things are weird sometimes i think the browns you know, not to skip to my pick, favored by two and a half. I think the Browns are going to pull this off. You know, people, people are saying the Browns' luck is going to run out. This is so unlike the Browns. Winning games are not supposed to. The past Browns would have lost all these games, would have crumbled under the injury weight. And they do have a lot of injuries that tackle. And, of course, they lost Chubb. They lost Watson. They lost a couple of their safeties. But I actually say maybe this is the most... Browns thing ever to have all of this luck happen now <laughs> when they have no real true Super Bowl contention. <laughs> Getting all of those just BS calls, honestly, on PJ Walker's drive against the 49ers, even just getting to face the 49ers in the second half without McCaffrey and Debo. Like that, that was lucky enough. And and PJ Walker, all, they got some bull, bull crap calls that benefited them in the Colts too. That's not what usually happens to the Browns. I mean, we, we saw Mooney drop the Hail Mary last week. That's not usually what happens to the Browns. They got the Cardinals the week before Kyler Murray comes down, played Clayton Toon. Now they're getting the, the uh, they got the Jaguars after the high ankle sprain, and now they're getting the Texans without CJ Stroud. All of this luck is being spent on the wrong season. Oh, Browns, that's this way to turn it around to be still Browns, because I think they're going to be 10 and five after this. And uh, yeah, it's like uh, uh, all the AFC wildcard, like hopefuls, Buffalo Bills, Colts, Jaguars, whichever one of them is not winning the AFC South 
Bengals, Broncos, you should be rooting for the Browns because the Texans dropping the eight and seven improves your odds much more than trying to get the Browns down out of the playoffs. They're kind of they're kind of in to tell you the truth. You might as well just put them at ten and five and take the take the shot to the Texans there. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Browns. And I just, I just Case Keenum looked really bad last week. I mean. When I'm not going to give him any flowers for winning a game with a 54-yard field goal in overtime as time expired. All right. Dallas at Miami. Ooh. Super Bowl six rematch. Everyone's pumped for that. That was a good Super Bowl. I don't remember it. I wasn't alive. But it was. Think about, like, it must have been so weird when the Cowboys won that Super Bowl. Or it's just weird to think about now. That they, at the time, were like the lovable losers. Never... Never got there, you know, or, you know, always the runner up, always the bridesmaid because they had they had uh, they lost two NFC title games to the Packers and the Packers went on to win Super Bowls one and two and they lost them both in heartbreaking fashion. Uh, uh, One of them was the Ice Bowl and then they lost Super Bowl five to the Colts. The Cowboys were just almost there, but never getting and they finally got this this game against Miami Super Bowl six and they won. Set off a really, really long time <laughs> of Tom Landry as well. The rest of that '70s as well uh, kept the kept their dynasty going. Uh, if you can call it a dynasty, you can't really be a dynasty if the Steelers are the dynasty. You can only have one dynasty at a time. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. We're gonna have to look that up. Uh, but don't cry for the Dolphins after Super Bowl six. After they lost to the Cowboys, that next season is the '72 perfect season. So they lose Super Bowl six, and they don't lose. What is that? Seventy one. So they lose the 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 nineteen seventy one Super Bowl, and they don't lose again till nineteen seventy three. Pretty cool. This game, <laughs> uh, the Dolphins. I mean, they have it in their power to make this season Miami's. Right? They beat the Cowboys this Sunday. They got the Ravens next week. They got the Bills the week after that. They would come by just for the Dolphins, just one, two, three, three really good teams. That would make this season their season. The Dolphins have that in their in their sights, but they haven't really done it, have they? They have. I mean, they have all respect to Tua, who is keeping receipts of everyone who doubts him. But then he says he doesn't care. What are the receipts for then, Tua? <laughs> what are the receipts for if you don't care? Um. They haven't done it. The Dolphins haven't done this. They have not beat a good team. Though the Cowboys are kind of the other team that gets the same criticism, which is they haven't beat a good team. Though they've at least beat the Eagles and they've I mean they've competed. They they've won a playoff game recently and stuff. So the Cowboys Cowboys have a little bit more pedigree. I don't know. It just but some of the way that that Tua and the Dolphins talk, like we're disrespecting them. You haven't won a playoff game. You've done nothing. You haven't won a playoff game. You haven't won anything. Get off your high horse for a minute. At least, at least win something before you start complaining about disrespect. But anyway, Dolphins are one and a half. Uh, it's in Miami. I, I don't know. I, I'm totally taking Dallas here. I cannot see any reason to trust Tua against a good team, and and the Dolphin or and the, and they get the Cowboys at what I think is is a bad time because what happened for the Cowboys in Buffalo was good. They needed to be humbled. They're a team that just front runs. 
We needed a humble, humble thing, and that is still a very talented defense, and it's still a good offense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dallas here. All right, last game: Baltimore at San Francisco, Christmas Day. Get a Christmas Day triple header. Wow. NFL really not <laughs> respecting the the NBA's you know territory of Christmas Day. You know uh, we can still you know still double box it i guess you got got um warriors and nuggets you know that's before football starts you get some curry and some some joker uh in before the before the game actually two of the games the triple header aren't that good um chiefs raiders kansas city is favored by 10 um and that one that you know maybe that's the time to switch over to the nba because that's about the same time Celtics lakers or celtics lakers that's a good one try to balance football and basketball that day and i guess spending some time with your family too try to get those three equal things balanced out uh the chiefs the chiefs won favored by 10 and then the next game the middle game is eagles giants the eagles are favored by 12 uh you i guess the only thing that would make those games entertaining is the chiefs and eagles cannot lose those games and if they were close there's some there's some tenseness on that um so yeah then we get to this game the two uh, favorites, the two odds-on favorites for the number one seeds in either conference, both 11-3 and three on Monday Night Football, on Monday Night Christmas. Wow. That's pretty cool. It could have been cooler <laughs> not to just instantly bring it down, but like I said on the Monday review, if the last two Monday Night comebacks didn't happen, if the Titans didn't come back and beat the Dolphins, in uh, in week 14 or the Seahawks didn't come back and beat the Eagles in week 15 then this game between the Ravens and 49ers is way way more desperate but as it is you know they both have some comfort even even if they lose this game uh, towards towards getting the one seed um the Ravens are taking the the matter of pride route here cuz the 49ers are favored by four and a half five in some places i think the ravens that's their tack that's john harbaugh's really hitting they're hitting that in the press and i think that's because they've got to get their guys up for this game big time i mean it's a huge game people are pumped but for the ravens this game doesn't really matter this this week 17 against the dolphins really matters kind of win or lose (laughs) still week 17 against the dolphins is really important um you know, and the Dolphins, you know, they're they're at a disadvantage. Shouldn't have lost the Titans, but that's what I think's happening. Um, but man, dude, dude, <laughs> the 49ers, I can't I don't see how they can lose this. The season is this. I'm gonna sum up the whole 2023 season right now. The 49ers are winning the Super Bowl, except for every single play that could change if they have one of their guys get injured. One of their stars, Debo, McCaffrey, maybe Ayuk, maybe Kittle, maybe Purdy, or any of the big defensive guys. They're just they're 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 a very star heavy team, and any injuries brings them down. But if there are none, they're winning the Super Bowl, and they they kind of deserve the karma because they've had horrible injury luck uh, really since the 2019 Super Bowl against the Chiefs. They've just had just insane. Insanely bad injury luck the 49ers have. Um, so 
Yeah, that's what I think the season comes down to, which makes it even more baffling why Christian McCaffrey's running for three yards in the middle of the field when they're up by 20 points against the Cardinals. Coaches are blind to injury. I don't know. I I, get, I don't know. I always say that I blame the coaches, but I also think it's hard to take a star player out of a game where he's getting a lot of stats. I think that's part of it too. Um, okay, I'm picking the 49ers. Christmas Day. I'll be back to podcast it. You know, we don't stop podcasting because it's Christmas. Uh, I don't know. All right. My name's Miles. Good night.